welcome to a special edition Monday night of the Beards Watch. This is guest host Jeebs, and always is my good buddy Jacob Rowan. Thank you, Jeebs. Thank you, Jeebs. Is it baseball season, Jeebs? Baseball season just got over. It did. But there's a reason we played that Cubs yes. song. And I, I didn't know we were doing a special edition, but I like your, your producing that. That's nice. A special Monday night. Special Monday night. Going up against Hornets and some Monday night football. Yep. But it's all good. We've got uh, somebody I work with, worked with for the past little bit. She's a NASCAR employee. I'm more of the Fox. Lauren Downey. How you doing? Bowling Green alum, correct? That's correct. Okay. Now, proud, who'd you, proud? Falcon. Falcon. That's what they are. But they're that's the, they is it like the brown and the orange, right? So, fun fact, real quick. That's yeah. Cleveland Browns got their colors. Oh, really? From Bowling Green? That used to be their uh, training camp. Oh, okay. Well, that, that's definitely a fun fact. Yeah. I didn't know that. that. Yeah, that's good. That Way to bring it. That is. That is. That's good. So, who'd you have tag along with you today? I brought along my boyfriend, Evan. Okay. Uh, because we have real real sports. Um, I don't even know how to explain it. We have, we have a tough time. With our sports teams against each other, yeah, always, always. a lot of tension, a lot of tension. Yeah, right sports tension in our house. Yeah, and so let's so give it a makes for good content. let's make a yeah a, a quick breakdown here. So went to Bowling Green, but you're a huge Michigan fan. How did we get there? So I born and raised in Toledo, which okay. is Toledo, Ohio, but it used to be Michigan. It originally was Toledo, Michigan. Okay, and that's how the Ohio State Michigan rivalry started. Was okay. the war over Toledo and its port at Lake Erie. So, okay. I'm just full That's of another fun fact. Yeah, you got all kinds of fun facts. Right off the top. Yeah. Um, so Toledo is the you know basically the most. It's in Northwest Ohio, but it's the obviously the northern city, northern tip of Ohio. Okay. So literally, I could walk from my parents' house to the Michigan state line. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Growing up, I was actually like. My the county was closer to Michigan than any other county, and oh wow. In okay. the Toledo region. So, okay. on top of being 42 minutes from my mom and dad's front door to Michigan Stadium, yeah. whereas it's two hours and 15 minutes, roughly, to yeah. Columbus, um, my dad was recruited by Michigan back in the day. So what sport? For football. Football, okay. Yeah. Yep. So, he um, he was a pretty good quarterback in his day. So he Just uh, a slight humble brag for your dad right yeah, there, right? Just, okay, that's cool. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm sure he'll listen to this. So okay, yeah, that. there you go. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he was a Michigan fan growing up through and through, like, you know, born and bred into me. So I didn't have a choice, but I wouldn't want it any other way. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so even though Ohio's home, I get all the time, oh, but you're from Ohio. But yeah. actually, I'm closer to Ann Arbor. And so how'd you, how'd you end up at Bowling Green instead of Michigan? Was that just a college, um, high school? I mean, a quick and dirty story. I didn't have to how, do the whole. How can I? How can I say this? Um, well, my ACT score was important. Ah, okay. What? Hey, that's what happens. What happens? High school, I had a good time. Um, Nothing wrong with that. I, you know, I like to play sports and I like to hang out with my friends. School wasn't okay. really my thing. Okay. And that was okay. Okay. Um, also, I wasn't going to become a doctor, which most people that go to Michigan are either lawyers or okay. doctors. All right. It's a high, very high you know, educational institution. Okay. Um, whereas Bowling Green, it's in the middle of a cornfield. It's a back school. <laughs> your football games are on usually on Tuesday or Wednesday yep, night. So your, so your Saturdays open up to either go to Ann Arbor or Columbus. Okay. All right. Now, which nice. is the perfect world. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Bowling Green is 30 minutes from home. It's, a, good, it's a good, it's a great place. I yeah. love it there. Okay. Nice. All right. And so you're Michigan now, Evan over here, Michigan State, but you got an interesting little twist 
that you were telling us earlier. Yeah, yeah, huge Sparty, huge Sparty. Best four years of my life were spent at Michigan State. Okay. And then when I went to PT school, I ended up going to the University of Michigan, but I bleed green. <laughs> I heart Sparty, so that's all I can say. So Okay. You know, a lot of people say, well, you know, you have allegiance to both, both schools, so can't you root for both? And I say, yeah, I guess technically I could root for both schools, but I always find myself rooting against the Wolverines and... Uh, I don't know. It's just a huge rivalry for us. So, all right. Party. So, so how does how does this? Well, first off, how did you guys meet then? If you, I mean, if you're already at rivalry, I mean, somebody's got to be wearing something different because you said Michigan, Michigan State, Cowboys, and Eagles. Was that? Yeah. Yeah. And Red Wings, Blackhawks. Yeah. How does this? How does this? This this love blossom here, or, or this relationship? So much rivalry. Yeah. Well, this is a lot, which I guess could bring you together with yeah. you constantly competing. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a push and shove, you know. Yeah. Sometimes we get closer, sometimes we get further apart. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we try to make it work. You okay. Know, we find a way to make it work. Yeah. Um, how did we meet? Yeah. Um, so my family uh, has a cottage. It's a it's pretty pretty big thing yeah. in Northwest Ohio. There's a lot of lakes just up in Michigan, about 50 miles. All right. Um, right around Ann Arbor, about what 30 minutes? Yeah, 30. 30 minutes, minutes from Ann Arbor area. So my family has been on a lake, a particular lake, almost coming up on 100 years. Wow. So, like, my grandma grew up there, my mom grew up there, all her siblings, and then I grew up there. So, but we were, we were weekend warriors. So we would go up literally from Toledo every weekend, pack up the car, spend the weekend at the lake, drive back in the winter, shut everything down, go back up in April, open it all back up. So in that particular town, on my particular lake, there's a lot of those people, a lot of weekend warriors, cottages, okay. not a whole lot of year-round homes than it used to be. But Evan's actually from that town. He's on a different lake. And that town, by the way, is Brooklyn, Michigan. Brooklyn, where Michigan. Michigan International Speedway is. Oh, so yeah. nice. I'm on one side of the speedway. He's on the other. Oh, that's so right. I was a local, you know, born and raised in that area. You know, went to high school in Brooklyn, Michigan. Just a two-stop lake town. I mean, okay. Whoa. Very, very small village. It's the yeah. village of Brooklyn. <laughs> nice. And it's crazy because it's one of the smallest, you know, villages in Michigan. But they say... Race weekend, race Sunday in particular, it mm-hmm. becomes the third largest city in the whole state. Wow. Because all the race fans and everybody that comes too. But uh, we'll go back to her telling the story how, about how we met. So it had so, to be on the lake then, right? Yeah, so it was okay. on the lake. So there's a bar about 10 houses down from my family's place, uh, Jerry's Pub. Best best bar ever, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> little shout out for Jerry's Pub. Out. There you go. There you go. Um, so I decided right after my freshman year of college, I was still in the freshman college mode and decided, you know what, I want to, I want to, and this is something I actually wanted to do for a long time, but I wanted to live on the lake for a summer. So I coerced my grandparents into letting me stay at their house, free rent. I said, I'll mow the grass. I'll stock the fridge when you come back up on Fridays. As long as you, you know, let me stay for the weekend. I'll, you know, behave myself and take care of the boats and everything else. So, because I'm the apple of their eye, they let me do that. (laughs) Um, So, I worked at the pub for a summer. And he'd worked there for... That was my eighth summer. Wow. Eighth summer. Great summer job. Every every year coming home from college, just, you know, work at the pub. And it was was a blast. Right on the lake. Yeah. It was awesome. So, I, I started there and... On my what I think it was my third day of work, if I remember correctly, uh, he was behind the bar. He was bartender. I was a waitress, and he had that college look. <laughs> His, he I had, had no, just graduated. Yeah. 
<laughs> so no, like undergrad or undergrad. undergrad. I just okay. Graduated undergrad. Okay. He had no. His hair wasn't done. But he sat behind the bar and talked to, you know, strangers all day and seemed to have a good time with it. And so finally I was in my training, which I had to work in the kitchen during my training. And I was, he, he would have to come back and make salads. So I asked him what his name was. And then I suck later in the night. This was a two, three stop. Yeah. Salad kind okay. of night. <laughs> so we had multiple small conversations yeah. over the salad bar. Um, I knew his name and that was pretty much it. Yeah. By the time um, you left that night? I knew where he went to school. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So at the end of the night, I took a piece of masking tape and wrote my number and wrote go blue and slapped it on his chest as he walked by. Wow. Aggressive. Yeah. So there's wow. another part of the story. Yeah. You tell it back. So I was going to say, I don't think that was at the end of the night. I think it was toward, more towards well, the beginning was, of the night. Okay. My, but my end of the night was different than your end of the okay. night. It yeah. was earlier. Oh, okay. gosh, yeah. Yeah. As a bartender, your end of the night's at like 2 a.m. Yeah. 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 But uh, the way I remember it is, you know, like I said, it was it was my only summer, you know, where I didn't have any schoolwork to worry about. Yeah. So it was just bartending, making money, fast cash on the, yep. on the weekends, and then just going out on the lake all day. Yeah, you know? of course. So, I think she overheard a conversation of me and some friends from work and just, you know, high school area about being out on the lake just during the day. And she, she said, where's, where's my invite? You know, how come I didn't get it? Typical. I just looked at her. I said, well, I don't have your number. And I just left it at that. And I just walked back behind the bar. That's, so It's a great line, actually. Yeah, that's yeah, how I, that line right there has got me my date with my wife. Yeah, so I, that's, it's a great one. Yeah. So uh, fast forward maybe another hour or so. And yeah, I had to go back to the kitchen and grab something real quick. And next thing I know, I got that slap and masking tape right on the, right on the shirt. I mean, I made sure it stuck. Yeah. yeah. And it said had her had her digits on it, had her number, and it said go blue after it. Yeah. So what I did is I ripped off the go blue part and just, you know, tossed that yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I, I proceeded to wear that number on my shirt for the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> All the customers were saying, what, who, is that a number? Is that a phone number? I was like, whose who's is that? And I would just say, you know, I'd point over to her. Yeah, yeah. See that girl over there? Yeah. yeah. That's her number, so give it a call if you want to see, uh, okay. see if it ends with a happy ending. <laughs> All right, so that was then. How did you guys end up in Charlotte? Back to her for that. My job. NASCAR? Yep. I, okay. I mean, I was a NASCAR fan since I was five. So okay. I knew, I knew you had to be down here to have a job. Yeah. Um, in the midst of him finishing grad school, I moved to Indianapolis. I worked in Indianapolis for two, almost two years. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Um, but knew I wanted to be down here. So did a little work, got some things on the resume, and then applied here and... Wound up down here, and then he was nice enough to follow me. There you go. Nice. Yeah, I figured we were already together for a little over three years, so might as well take a leap of faith. And yeah, yeah, that's that's a solid just one. Yeah. There's a lot of people that's they get hung up on that. You know, yeah. you're in one place and not want to move. So that's yeah. at least you made that move. So it, I guess it's obviously still working out. So far, so, so good. far, so good. So that's good. Over two years now, and. Uh, yeah, things are nice. Cool. nice. So you brought up NASCAR. Jeeves over here is big NASCAR. Yes, he was sir. a big Jeff Gordon fan, and yep. you were as well. Yeah. And as we were talking before while eating the the dinner upstairs, what is what are y'all's thoughts on? We'll let you start, Jeeves. What do you, what are you feeling about Jimmy winning yesterday? I like Jimmy winning yesterday because I'm all about people having records. Yeah. But records are meant to be broken. Okay. And even though he tied the record, yeah. I still think he can get that eighth one. Wow. You're already looking at eight. I, I, I honestly do think he can okay. get eight. 
I'm not saying next year he can get eight. Yeah. It's hard. No, it's, it's hard to go back-to-back, even though he did it five times in a row. Yeah. But that was just a fluke of a run. But since that, it's been like he staggers a couple yeah. of years and then gets He won five, and then he missed three, got a six. Yeah. And then he missed three, now he's got a seven. Yeah. Now, if he keeps going like that, I don't know if he's going to get to eight. Because yeah. I don't know if he's got all the way up to, what, 44 in Because he's 41 now. Yeah. It would be 44 if he keeps going on to win one, miss three, win another one. So well, what I also say on that end is, by the time there you got Alex Bowman who's coming in. So yes. you guys are always talking about who's getting what, and, you know. Alex what? Bowman's up coming up, and then you got Chase Elliott, and they, they did good, real and, good. And this they year. might be getting some more of the good stuff. Yes. There, even though Jimmy's yeah. got seven, but eventually you got to see what kind of talent you have, no matter what sport you're yeah. in. Yeah. So that could be a, a little Hulk. In his, see what Will Byron does too. Yeah, Will Byron's in the house as well. Yeah. So I think he's more. I think he, what he's. I guess it just depends on how well he does an Xfinity series. Yeah, I, I think mean, he. You know, he might spend more than just a year there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll 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 probably spend at least three years in Xfinity. Yeah, and wait in the wait for a team to open up a spot. Yeah, I so. was hoping Jerryan is a big Carl Edwards fan. Yeah. I was thinking this is. I was hoping he was going to win it. And he had it there. Yeah, he, did. he messed it up himself. Because yep. I just think his window is. Getting smaller and smaller. Like I thought, yeah, it is. you know, last year he missed it up, and then especially with the, the some of these other big names coming up, you've got Joey Logano, who's got to be in contention for at least the next yep. eight to ten years because he's only twenty six. I mean, yeah. going to be getting he's you know him and Keselowski have been getting all the goods. Yep. So I was hoping he'd get it. He didn't get one, but you know it is interesting to see Jimmy get the seven because now he's up there with names that are. Synonymous with yeah. NASCAR. Petty and Earnhardt. Petty and Earnhardt. I mean, stuff, you mentioned yeah. those the non-NASCAR fans, mm-hmm. and they know who they are. Yes, exactly. Right? So, yeah. how, how you feeling about that? I was pumped, to be honest. I mean, I, you know, you know, started started the show with the Cup song, and, the, yep. you know, it, it kind of gets me back to what happened with that, where there are certain things in my lifetime that I want to see. Yeah. And at the top of my list was the Cup World Series. At second on my list was Jeff Gordon getting his fifth. Yeah, and Jimmy ranks up there in the in the top five that I want to see in my lifetime yeah. because I do believe he's the greatest of all time. Wow, wow! Now I what think you... in the modern era there there's so much more competition right now, yeah. and especially in the mo- in the recent years. And you mentioned the you know three years that he waited for this. Yeah, it is harder to win a championship. It's harder to win races right now than it ever has been, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. and and Dale just smoked everybody in his day, and that was because he was, in my opinion, you know, obviously he's he's in the in that conversation yeah. of the greatest all of all time yeah, as he yeah. should yep. be, and who knows if, how many more he would have? Yeah, if he that's was true. With us that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think Jimmy, in any kind of car he's been in, no matter how many times they've changed the format, no matter how many times. Mm-hmm. They changed the point system. He and Chad have always been there. Yeah. And yeah. there's there's something to be said about that. So that was something that I wanted to see in my lifetime. It happened last night. I was happy it happened last night. I think it takes a little bit away if you had the chance, you missed the opportunity, and then you come back a year or two later and then you get it. Yeah. I think for them to capitalize on that moment. Yeah. And there's no doubt I was – I was working the race last night, and I was actually scanning his radio for the entire race. And they earned that win, and that's what stands yeah. out to me. Yeah. Is they yeah. were dog. Yeah, most yeah. of the I mean, They had to start in fortieth. Yeah, because they failed inspection three times. Yeah, starting fortieth, you come all the way to 
And he plateaued it around 10th for more than a third of the race. Yeah. And he if did. it wasn't for some, you know, luck on his side, but also that pit crew was outstanding yep. last night. Yeah. And they won that. And he didn't have the very best pit, pit stall. Yeah. It was way in the back. Yeah. So yeah. he was the first one to get there and the first one to come out. But everyone was up front doing all their business, and they got out before him. So, yeah. I mean, like I mean, said, I've watched that restart. I mean, as you know, work today yeah. was, you know, race up was... Yeah, it was busy. It was an hour. It was, it yeah. was an hour of Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, and it should be. Yeah, but I, you know, I watched that restart. I kid you not, probably more than ten times today. And every time I see something different about how impressive that last restart was. The so restart, the last restart, the last one. Yeah, yeah. I would like. I think. I think Chad Canal said it to where he said, "Don't let Joey get a run on you." Yeah. He, Jimmy laid back to where Joey could not get a good. Good enough run on him yeah. to get more momentum going into the first turn. And if you yeah. remember the restart prior to that, Larson played his cards perfectly. He did. He was on the outside, and he just pulled that 22 back a little yep. bit. I mean, he knew exactly how to side draft in the right moment, and he, he executed it perfectly, mm-hmm. and he just wasn't able to do that because Jimmy got such an outstanding yeah. restart Yeah. on that last one. And, and it, I, I did feel a little... Not a little, a lot of remorse for Kyle Larson because he was he was the class of field. Yeah, he led he led the most laps. Him and him and Carl, obviously, yeah. you gotta you, you yeah. think about Carl. But I mean, Jimmy yeah. flat out earned that win, and I, in my opinion, he earned the championship. He did end up with five wins, more than anybody else's season. Yeah, I don't know where you rate Hendrick on the list of if this was a good season or not, even though they're hoisting the trophy two, at the end. They yeah. had two, two cars in the, but in it's, the it's, chase. In NASCAR, yeah. though, it's always is the season so long. It's always somebody starts hot, somebody goes cold, and they either get hot again or they just stay cold. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. like, years ago, it was all the Toyota cars. They started hot. Then all of a sudden, in the summer, they, all the engines were blowing up yep. left and right. Yep. And they got hot. It's just what – it's just – because the season is so long, it's just it, – it's just you got to get – which is any sport, obviously. you got to get hot at the right time. Yep. But with this new NASCAR format, it is one of those where – which I think it makes it better with this whole cutoff so you don't have people – at least you're interested in that last year. Yeah, There's four people. Exactly. Whoever finishes the best wins and the race. I was, telling my, I was telling my buddy at work because he actually his roommate actually works for Hendrick. And I was telling him, it's like Jimmy Johnson and his crew were going in at the perfect time because they had no stress on them. They won the first race in the final four. In the final four. And they had no stress on them going into the last two races – they were already locked into Homestead. Yeah. So they could go into those last two races as just run your race. If you crash, you crash. You're already at Homestead. If you go out there and get a top ten, that's good. Yeah. So And they, they didn't have to stress about getting to Homestead. Okay. I think there's something to be said. And, it you know, Gordon was the same situation last year, even though it was a surprising – not a, I guess there was a surprising element to it. But I think that went at Martinsville because of everything that's happened with Hendrick and – Martinsville is such a special place. Yep. I feel like any time that that group wins in the fall at Martinsville, it's not just the stress factor that's taken off of you, but it's the fact that you now have two extra weeks to work towards Homestead to make everything right. Yeah. And that has always, always, always been a factor at Homestead. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's true. So. Now, well, you had an interesting point you brought up earlier about you, what was it? you were a Jeff Gordon fan, and you kind of didn't like Jimmy at the yeah. start, right? Yeah, I mean, I was – I mean, I was – like I said, I was five when I started watching NASCAR, and when I was five was the morning of the 97 Daytona 500. Okay. So I became a Jeff Gordon fan that day because he won that it race. Won. Yeah. He had a rainbow-colored car. So for a five-year-old girl watching stock cars for the first time, yeah. the rainbow car was the coolest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And so, yeah, I mean, for a while there, I was a selfish Jeff Gordon fan that was watching Jimmy Johnson string off five championships in a row, yep. and the drive for five was no longer alive. Exactly. <laughs> you know, yep. it was, it was, I mean, to, to have that late 90s run in the prime of my time as a fan, to, you yeah. know, as a fan, and then to go that long without having a championship or even being in the conversation of a yep. championship, yeah. I became that selfish Jeff Gordon fan that was like, all right, dude, I understand you wanted to give this guy a shot. Damn, like, yeah. He's, yeah. he's running away with your yep. titles yeah. here. But yeah. at the same time, when I started, really when I when I got to college and I kind of obviously came around to appreciating, you know, I played sports, I understand the the mental state that you have to be in to be an athlete at the high, you know, at a high level. I wasn't at the highest level by any means compared to these guys, but the mindset that you have to have all the time to want mm-hmm. to win is yeah. is so much it consumes your life. Yeah. It consumed my life in high school. I only yeah. wanted to win and yeah. I was a crazy girl because of it. <laughs> but I but I I mean I I reflected on that early in college and when I started knowing what I wanted to do with my career and I started getting involved with I had a radio show in college and yeah. a NASCAR talk show. And you start to have to play that I'm I'm the I'm in the middle card. Like you yeah. have to res- you have to respect. Yeah. And that's when I kind of realized, okay, this dude's the real deal. Like I need you know I need to back off my my wants and needs yeah. and just yeah. and just appreciate what I'm looking at. And yeah. I you know I'm sure people got that way about Derek Jeter and Michael Jordan yep. and you know other athletes. But hell, I mean he was he he strung off a, a series of championships that nobody else really has come, you know, has come close to at this point. And so, and especially after you get to working with him, he's one of the nicest people I've ever met and being able to sit down with him and and ask him questions and he give, he gives the time to give a good answer and actually think it through. Yeah. My respect level for him has gone through the roof and that's, you know, again, goes into last night watching the race and wanting him to get that title. Okay. Okay. I think that was a, there's a wild point you said there as, as looking at as a sports fan, you try to step away when like somebody's killing your team or somebody's upsetting you what you want to cheer for, but you gotta respect their greatness of what's like step I go, hated Corey Kluber yeah. in game one. <laughs> I hated him, I hated him, I hated him. I wanted him to be off of the Indians for game four or five, yeah. whatever he pitched. I was nervous as all hell going into that game, and I went to Chicago for the game and yeah. he pitched. And I was yeah, like, wow. on the flight there, I was like, this dude's going to rattle off another one of those almost, you know, no-hitters. Yeah. And we're going to go silent. They hit off him, you yeah. know? But, like, it's at the same time when I was there and I was like, oh, my God, this guy's really – he's a Cy Young guy. Yeah, like, yeah. You get to see I him could play, be, yeah. I could be witnessing somebody – that won the site or that could have won the site young. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. like, okay, backtrack for a second. Yeah. You, this yeah. is yeah. you know, this is historic. Yeah, that's a I remember a time when I went and saw the Panthers play the Colts and Peyton Manning was still there. And it was the year the Panthers went through like David Carr and all kinds of boo boo quarterbacks. And I sat down low and you you know, you want to see your team winning, but then you're like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. This is I need to appreciate and I'm gonna see Peyton Manning live, one of the great arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, slash at least while I've been alive. So it is a, a dynamic there. Now we'll go back to your point. We opened up with the Go Cubs Go, and actually when they did win, I thought this is fantastic that we were gonna have you on because now we can we can get some some true stories here about 
what it actually, what did this win mean for you and, and you know, anybody else in your family? Because, you know, a hundred something years, I mean, you've seen people come and go. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've luckily, I was a hurt. Carolina Hurricanes fan, so I saw them win the Stanley Cup in 06, which was cool. Would love to see the Panthers win. I've seen them lose two Super Bowls and been hurt just as much after that. It sucks. So you know, there's a there's an adage there of would you rather see your team in the playoffs and then lose, or would you rather them not be in the playoffs and you can sit back and enjoy the playoffs? And I remember I used to, the Panthers were struggling, and I was like, you know, sometimes it is better to sit back and you don't have that wrench of anxiety while your team's going. But last year when the Panthers ran, that was magical. Yeah. I hate that they lost in the Super Bowl, but it was just something about that season when your team is doing so. You forget when you have a team that sucks sometimes how much fun winning is. You know and what I mean? It's been the last two years for me. <laughs> I mean, it's only been two years, but it's been a fantastic two years yeah. of watching the Cubs. I mean, I – so it all started my dad uh, – so my parents are split. So okay. my dad lived in Chicago for 10 years okay. while my mom was in Ohio. So it was within reach. So I literally every two weeks – would go, you know, he'd pick me up, drive four hours to Chicago, yeah. stay the weekend, drive four hours back to Toledo, go to school the next two weeks, wow. do it all over uh-huh. again. So, and it was, it was great, you know, I mean, it, it's, people, people always ask me, well, that wasn't ideal, and I'm like, actually, it was pretty awesome to be like, <laughs> 10 years old, my dad worked in the hotel business, and I would just run around the Chicago hotels, like, yeah. it was kind of, yeah. it was kind of great yeah. for a while there. <laughs> um, at the time, so this was early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s. And at the time, you know, the Cubs were pretty bad for a little while. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, 2003 came. Yeah. I was old enough to understand everything that was going on. Um, but when they sucked for the two years prior to that, we yeah. would go to a lot of games. I yeah. Because I'm sure tickets were cheap for him. You yeah. Know, at the time. Yeah. yeah. And, you know. And we him, had the Bobcats here. And we sh- you could show up and get a Bobcats ticket for five dollars, ten dollars. We yeah. would go when they were when they only won seven games, and even years before that, you could yeah. get them. So yeah. I get the you know, and then especially I can't imagine if you had kids, you get it. You're still seeing professional athletes, yeah. regardless of it, if they suck or not. These are the best of the best at their, and know, I, at their profession. Growing up in Toledo with my mom, you know, we had the Bunhens, which is a AAA affiliate yeah. of Detroit, yeah. and. They went on a run yeah. when I was a little bit older. Okay. And it was like, okay, minor league baseball is really cool, but I'm going to go to Chicago this weekend and go to a Cubs game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fair they, enough. Might lo- they might actually lose worse than the Hens could lose in an entire 2005, 2006 season, but I'm going to go to Wrigley and it's going to be awesome. Nice. Hey, can you grab me one? Oh, yeah, I'll meet you, dude. Sweet. So, uh, 2003 came, and... I remember that season pretty well because the only – my parents, my mom and my stepdad never had cable, but we always got WGN. So, like, random – the random one channel that you would have, but it was the only way that I could see the Cubs game when I was in Ohio. So, uh, I watched, obviously, a lot of games that, that year, and I remember – play. I mean, I remember the playoffs yeah. well. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was, you know, even at, I don't know, 12, 11, 12 years old. I understood that the whole Bartman thing. Oof. I didn't. I didn't really understand when it went down, the effect it would have. And it. And if you look back, and no matter how many times you want to go over it, that did not seal the fate of the Cubs. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I know a lot of people. Would, but people like to put blame on somebody and he or was something. A scapegoat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. People he was. was. Yeah. So I didn't really get it at the time. 
But I loved Moises Salou. I played left field growing up. <laughs> okay, nice. I loved Moises Salou. And so I was mad because he was mad. <laughs> I'm a, I didn't understand anything else really what was going on. Yeah. But I understood that he wanted that ball and he didn't get it. Yeah. And he was ticked. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't, you know, and then the ninth came, the whole Alex Gonzalez errors and, the, yeah. you know, the whole errors in the ninth. And then everything blew up. Yeah. So it wasn't until 2007 that they actually could make a run again. Yep. And that was, you know, sweet Lou Pinella. And Lou I mean, Pinella. It, was a, it was an awesome team. But like Mark Terrio was our second baseman. Yeah. You know, it was like yeah, a Ryan yeah. Terrio. Yeah. Um, it was like, who are these guys? Yeah. You know? Sosa was gone. Yeah. You know, I remember the Sosa McGuire. I mean, that oh, was. I remember like, that. Oh, yeah. I was kids wearing shirts that yeah. had all the numbers of the home runs and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, um,. I was. That's one of the biggest things for me is I'm happy that I saw those two play. And, yeah. And it was regardless was of the steroids. Young. Oh yeah. At least you yeah. got to see something cool and them smacking home runs yeah. Yeah. fifty million feet, man. Yeah. yeah. So 2007 was when they got knocked out in the first round by the D-backs, and they were they I think they had like 94 wins that season or yeah. 93 wins. Was, yeah. I mean they were the best in the National League, and yeah. then. They get knocked by the D-backs, yeah. like in the first round. Yeah. I mean, it was it was just not even right, yeah. you know. Yeah. And Soriano, that was Soriano's first year. And I mean, I've gone through. I've had Soriano jersey. I have I have Nomar Garcia Parra jersey. I have a, I have a Garcia Parra Sosa jersey. Yeah. I mean, like when I think about the, between the, the the jerseys I've bought between Philadelphia Eagles and Chicago Cubs, I probably could have paid for at least a year of my, you know. Of my rent, or yeah. at least a month of my rent. Well, see, you know what I mean? It's that's, like, that's, I have so many bad jerseys. Yeah, that's my, what I finally ended up doing, and I just made my own custom jersey. Yeah. Because I was tired. I was the same thing. I think the last one I bought might have been like a John Beeson Panthers or a Bobcats. And, and the NBA is ridiculous because they will, and we had Larry Brown here in Charlotte for a little bit. They'll trade anybody in the yeah. NBA. And you and like for me, you're, you're forking up 70, 80 bucks. And then NFL was worse. Beeson, I bought his jersey. He blows out his Achilles, and he's never the same again. You know, I got a D'Angelo Williams. He was gone. And it's just one of those where I was like, I was tired of having to spend. And then once Nike took over, it was $100 per jersey. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to spend my 200-something bucks, give me a nice authentic, put my own name on the back. I don't have, you can bury me in this jersey now. I don't need another jersey. Yeah, I'm yeah, solid. I'm yeah. set. And I'm never changing teams. So yeah. the players can come and go. And now, yes, of course, you know, we've got two great players in Luke Keekley and Cam Newton. So you want to get it. But I'm also in that stage. I think as a male, it's weird for me to get a jersey of another male who's younger than me. It's just Rich me. Eisen has the same feeling about yeah. that. I don't know women if women that, can but... wear whatever because they're women. <laughs> And that's fine, but for me, like, like I said, Cam Newton's my same age. I could wear that. Luke Keekley, as baffling as it, he's a year younger than me, and it's just really weird to start thinking these players that are coming in the league yeah. are younger than you now that you've been growing up. You're like, oh, yeah, 35-year-old or 27. Like, oh, now I'm sitting here at 27. I'm like, wow, like, these guys are coming in the league at 21. I just could It's be weird for me to wear another yeah. man's name on my back when I'm that old. So that's my sense. I don't care if people do it. I'll never, can you know – Strike somebody down if they're wearing a jersey. That's just kind of me, but yeah, that's that's my yeah. it's my side had, jersey right there. No, that's because I've got a whole lot of jerseys. My last jersey that I bought, if I remember correctly, was a Terrell Owens Philadelphia Eagles jersey. Wow, and I know how that turned. That's out. a classic, though. Wow. The, the, best, <laughs> the best part now is, and I 
got rid of it. Oh, you got you should have kept it. Oh no, it was gone. Oh, after that turmoil, it was gone. I, I love keeping. We actually, I don't know if you've gone back and we did a whole episode on jerseys. Okay. I had two of my buddies come in and we talked about our favorite jerseys. And like I said, one of my favorites I have is a is a Ladani Tomlinson, the powder blues before they incorporated it back in. Yeah. And then one of my all time favorite bootleg jerseys. I was a big Johnny Menzel fan when he was in college mm-hmm. because he just seemed like the ultimate dude. Like he was out partying, and then he would show up to the games on Saturdays and just light it up. And he looked like he was having fun, living life. So I have a Texas A and M Johnny Menzel jersey, and I love wearing that. Now, yes, he didn't do anything in the league, and he screwed his old self up. But at the time, he was a good little time. Yeah. So. But those, yeah, jerseys, we'd go on and on because yeah. I've got thousands and millions of them. So, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so Cubs, so, you're back at it. So, I, we're back. So, last year, you know, this is kind of the same way I feel about yeah. Michigan right now. Okay. Um, I felt last year like they were more than a year away. Yeah. Never, I mean, if you would have asked me last year, were they contend for a World Series next year, I would have said maybe, but they sure as hell aren't going to win it. Yeah. And, you know, obviously I was really excited about Joe Madden. I was really excited about the fact that Rizzo was going to come into his own and Chris Bryant was going to come into his own. But yeah. we also had, we also had, I mean, we had solid defense for the first time in probably almost, I mean, honestly, I could go back 10 years and yeah. think of guys, like I said, we had Ryan Terrio in second base. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, and Addison Russell was still kind of, you know, he was he was the next big thing yeah. when when they brought him up and I always questioned did they bring him up too early? Is this another you know, is this another The bus? Chris Bryant situation always frustrated me because it, he seemed especially was it he, he was is this only a second year or third year? The second second year. Because they, 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 they toyed with him a little yeah, bit. Like they oh they bring, well, we can't bring up too much because of the whole contract, baseball, the And that and stuff. was and and to be honest, I don't I don't go into the whole like, yeah. Set, you know, with with NBA and and NFL and all that stuff, caps and yeah, yeah. If yeah. you let him, if they let Romo go, Brian Erlacher was talking about this this morning on Dan yeah. Patrick. He's like, well, if you cut him, then he doesn't owe this or he is no, owed this. You, okay, asylum. If if the if the Cowboys cut Romo this offseason, they still pay him forty million dollars. Yeah, what? which is why yes, the Bears were thinking yes. about picking him up because they wouldn't pay that, yeah. right? Yeah, no, yeah, and that's. But the thing is, what now is happening is Romo's being smart about it, saying, hey, I, he's whoever's leaking, I want to go to Denver or whatever yeah. it is, because he could renegotiate that contract where if they did trade him, it wouldn't be such a big hit. Because to me, if you're the Cowboys, you, you can't cut a guy and still pay him $40 million. No. I mean, unless he did so something stupid. illegal, you know, something crazy out of the box. If but if Dak got hurt. Yeah, you'd still want him. Exactly. Yeah. Him or Sanchez, I'm taking Romo every time. I'm taking Sanchez. So you don't want butt fumble out there to be your quarterback. Which I saw that stat, you know, weeks ago on that whole Romo thing, and I just it blew my mind that if they cut him, they still had to pay him forty million. I was just like, Good night. That's unbelievable. So that is a little a little wild. So with Bryant when they, you know, had him in Triple A Iowa, and and to be Triple A Iowa is not a bad place to be right now in the minor leagues. Yeah. I mean, they've obviously with Epstein, they've really upped their game. Yeah, but you want to be in the majors. But I want, yeah, yeah. I mean, we didn't have a solid, we didn't have a solid, you know, opposite corner of of, of Rizzo for, yeah. you know, those two years that basically they drafted him and then they was a yeah. minor. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> I didn't really know what to think. I don't watch Triple A Iowa games. No, I read. You know what I read, but at the same time, I've never seen the kid play. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? 
my trust is in you, Theo. Like, saw what you did in Boston. I see in the four years that you've been here, you know, what you've done so far. Yeah. And the fact that you got Joe Madden. And Joe Madden's a pretty smart guy. Yeah. If he wanted him that badly, they would have brought him up at the beginning. And, and right now, I think Theo Epstein's already in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. I mean, he yeah. he, he broke the streak with the with the Red, Red Sox. Sox. Then he comes over and breaks a hundred, another 100-year-old streak yeah. with the Cubs. I mean... He could do whatever he wants. They could pay him a hundred million dollars a year. They're gonna pay it. It's just it's oh, yeah. it's amazing what he's done with yeah. two franchises. And he's still he's was he? He's only like thirty something. He's not. He's not. He's old. not. He's not that old. He's still pretty young. Yeah. Which is, it's just baffling. So yeah. yeah. So when you know when he came up and I think it was his first or second game, he you know hit like a two run home run. Yeah. I was like okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So welcome to the bigs. But then they were talking about oh we have to put him back down for arbitration or something because yeah. we played too many games. It was arbitration. They didn't want to pay too early. But what uh, I loved about it is he didn't say one word. That's true. He didn't say one word. It was what's best for the team. You know I'm sure he wanted to get paid and I'm sure he wanted to be the exact there managers, opening yeah. day. But he didn't he he didn't say anything. You know yeah. no matter what he actually thought he never made a big deal out of it. And neither did anybody else really except for media. Yeah. So, you know, it's a valid argument of why they didn't yeah. bring him up, but it's also we've seen him we've seen him in the situation exactly. that it was. Yeah. And I'm pretty okay with it right and now. And it worked and it worked out for the best for Okay, yeah. so what what was your reaction? I'm not a huge baseball fan, I know here and there, but I did turn that tune into that game seven. Mm-hmm. And I stayed up all the way through the end in that when 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 Cleveland hits it and they Before tie that, it, the right? rain. The, the rain, rain. Yeah, the, the that's, rain got that's me. What I but, but in the end, the rain helped you out. In the end. Yes. But if you're a Chicago Cubs fan and you had just blew this lead yeah. or somewhat <laughs> yeah. the lead and all this momentum and now it's raining. Yeah. 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 It's, it, it seems no, like the, the, the scenes of the movie no were, script yeah, that exactly. you could write. Yeah. To make a Cubs fan life worse yeah. than that 17-minute rain delay or whatever it yeah. was, or longer, yeah. I don't know. But yeah. it was, the rain to me was like, I so thought what was your feeling lose, there? What? I thought we would lose anything, yeah. lose any, momentum, momentum any momentum that we had left. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, Chapman yeah. had just shit the bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, no, he did. Yeah. I was like, okay, who we, who do, who's up? Like, who, who even can be in right now? Yeah. Like, you know, you, you go through, like, the bullpen and, okay, you know, and I was I was at Duckworth's, yeah. down, you know, uptown, yeah. and that, to my knowledge, did not know until the World Series that that was a Cubs bar. Okay. Okay. So, game six to seven, I spent there. So, I mean, there's, you know, and the place was packed. I was, I was yeah. actually, it was unbelievable how awesome it was. But you get to talking to other people, and you're like, okay, well, they used Montgomery last night. Could he go again? Like, okay, Chapman. You know what I mean? Like, you're going through how many innings yeah. there's a pitch. Lester, they had already used. You know, do they go back and try to bring Hendricks out? Or not Hendricks. Sorry. Uh, um, Lackey. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, there's so many different... There's options, but Mike Montgomery did not jump out to me to be the guy. Yeah. <laughs> at, the, at the... You know, once that rain delay yeah. was over... Didn't he have a killer nickname too? I saw something, and it was he was called like I can't remember what it was, it was something funny like Little Squish or something. I can't remember they had it was some random nickname I saw somebody going through Twitter. Yeah, uh, but but to know that okay, post Chapman we had Carl Edwards Jr. on the mound, yeah. and Mike Montgomery to finish yeah. it. I wouldn't have told you in that rain delay that that's how it was going to go. Like, it's about all they had, though. That's that's yeah, really that's, it. That is really yeah. it. Really so is all they had. Yeah. 
So, I mean, yeah, that rain delay to me was worse than than the Indians getting that that yeah. run yeah. because I there were so many different ways that it could go. You didn't know how long you were going to be there. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was like, this is a work night. Like, yeah. I'm not leaving, but I'm yeah. also like, okay. Yeah. So, you end up, they end up winning. Do you call anybody at first? Do you just drop down and cry and pray? <laughs> Do you what? What was the was that the reaction? Yeah, yeah. You'd be quiet over there. So yeah. Were you there? I was not. Minutes? I was not there. But okay. Uh, Lawrence left this out. She made the the news the next day. Really? What? Uh, which one? There was a. It was a local station. There was a local. Was it Fox or WCNC? Uh, what was it? What, what's Mike Charlotte on in the mornings? He's uh. uh good morning, Charlotte. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning, Charlotte. That's Fox then. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Fox. So yeah. I don't yeah. know that I have it. There was a nice video clip of her. Dropping to her knees, okay. dropping to you know her bottom, and uh, yep. just just head just, comes down and she starts crying. I'll find it. Okay, that was it. I wasn't embarrassed by any means. Because so if we get that video, that's going out on our Instagram. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. I'll, I'll see what I can do. Okay, uh, you're lucky. I just got a new phone last week. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I, I don't know. I can be emotional about a lot of things, not a lot of things, yeah. but most of the time, anything I've really become emotional about yeah. is sports, Okay, which is, I don't know if that's yeah. a knock or not, but um, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know what else to do. Yeah. It, I was, um, I was just speechless. Like, yeah. there's no, yeah. I had never had that feeling before yeah. of yeah. any of my teams really winning because yeah. Michigan... It was 97. I was five. Yeah. I didn't really, I mean, I, yeah. you know, I still you had the t-shirts. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't you really, know I didn't know what was going yeah. on. Everybody was happy. We, you know, Charles Wilson had a rose in yeah. his mouth and I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. none of my teams uh, other than, and I, and I'm, I kind of jumped on the Blackhawks bandwagon in 2009, a year before they won. Yeah. But I was able to be there in 13 when they won it against Boston. I was okay. in Chicago and got to celebrate. And that was amazing. That was top three, one of the best nights of my life. Okay. But it wasn't the feeling that I had with the Cubs. Yeah. It was totally different. Okay. 13, I wanted to party. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah. no trolley driver. I have $300 for you to drive me and my friends around Chicago yeah, yeah, for yeah. an hour. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, okay. And, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, and I was bawling my eyes out with this team because I think because also I was more invested in this season than I ever have been with the Cubs. Last year, I was just happy they were there. I was happy yeah. they were in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, at the beginning of this year, I purchased the MLB package. You know, yeah. I, I, I bought a Rizzo t-shirt. Wow. Instead, of a jersey, yeah. instead of a jersey, I got a t-shirt. It's a cheaper way to get it. It's name and number on the yep. back. Yeah. Just, yep. That's called getting a little more mature there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. your bills right. And I wear it a lot more than yeah. I wear a jersey. So, I mean, like, I watched a lot of games this year, and I feel like I had a pretty good grasp going into the playoffs of how we were going to be against a good team yeah. like either Cleveland or L.A. I was not I was not 100% we get by the Dodgers. Yeah. Especially when Kershaw came back, I was like, oh, God. And yeah, he, he sucks pitched, in the playoffs. He pitched in that final game, yeah. and I was like, him against Kyle Hendricks? Like, I don't know if this is this is Kershaw's kryptonite is the playoffs. It yeah. is. It is. But, I mean, it's... It was, I don't know, I, I don't I don't know how to explain what I felt because I yeah. didn't know what I was feeling. Yeah, that's, that's a fair statement. It's a fair assessment. Yeah. And that's, like I said, w- when the Canes won in 06, again, we just up here, down here in the South caught on hockey real late. I mean, it was cool to watch it. Playoff hockey is another level of a different, yeah. you know, that's just a whole other level of hockey. Oh. But it wasn't, you know, my first love. My first love sports-wise 
was the Panthers. And see, like, from them going to the Super Bowl this past year, it had been – last time they were in it, I was a freshman in high school. My, yeah. my dad was dropping me off at school after they lost. Yeah. And his words were – Oh, don't worry. They'll be back soon. No, yeah. 13 years <laughs> later, they're back. I was freshman in high school getting dropped off by my dad to I'm going to work, married the next time there. You know, so it's just amazing how that span goes of they were good, then they weren't good, and they've been good, and they weren't like it. Yeah. And so I, I feel I wouldn't know what I would feel, too, if the Panthers won. It would just be like. Now my bank account is going to take a hit because I'm going to spend over like a grand on Super that's, Bowl winning. That's a whole other yeah. thing yeah. right now with me. It's yep. a whole other thing. Um, so I think another reason why I was so emotional was because I went to game four and they got beat 7-1. to one. Yeah. And it was like, oh my God, we're going to get this far and we're going to lose to Cleveland and Cleveland's going to get that happy ending that I want. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like I can't hate Cleveland. I, growing up in Ohio, it's two hours from Cleveland – when I was in college, all of our playoff games were in Cleveland. I play. I've been at the queue on the floor. It's it's an awesome facility. Cleveland's a great town, even though it gets a horrible rap. Same as Detroit. Side note, but <laughs> you know, like I've been to Cleveland enough times to where I'm like, that's a cool city. Like the Indians deserve a shot. My dad's from just outside Cleveland, so like. You know, as a kid, way earlier than when he lived in Chicago, yeah. I had an Omar Vizquel jersey. Yeah, like wow. we went, we went to Indians games. I ran yeah. the bases at Jacobs Field. Like it was a, t- it was a heartstring for me because my dad was like, "This is my hometown team." Sending me funny, you know, yeah. gifts every day yeah. about he wants the Indians to win, even though we used to go to these Cubs games. And I was like, I can't hate. Cleveland. Yeah. I, but I don't want them to have the happy ending that I want. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. Of course. Of gotcha. course. Yeah. So being in Chicago for game four and knowing that, like, knowing the, the mood, like, pregame to postgame. Yeah. Night and day. Yeah. Pregame, I literally didn't even take a bag. I had, I left Charlotte 930 in the morning on Saturday, went straight to Wrigley Field, bought my postseason hat, went to the bars, stayed at the bars all day until the game, walked around was with friends, we were all depressed, we went back to the bars, yep. and then I got on 5.30 a.m. flight back to Charlotte, and I was depressed all the whole day that I came back. <laughs> and I was just like, I, at that point, it's only game four, but I was like, we're done. Like, this is it. Yeah. Like, Kluber's going to come 3-1's tough. Yeah, 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 3-1 is tough. And and knowing that the Cavs did this, and like, how their fans reacted, like, I get it. Yeah. I get it now. Yeah. I get it that that's how Cleveland felt after the Cavs won. So I think that played a whole other... Yeah, that played a whole other emotion for me to to do that like I did, and then I ordered like the whole bar around of fireball shots. Wow, and I was there you go, go. and I was like, okay, let's celebrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah my crying, my crying's done. Yeah, yeah. Let's celebrate. Okay, gotcha. well there it is. Yeah. It was awesome. It's, it's pretty good. That is pretty good. So we're gonna bring it. We're gonna go to our our triple whammy spot now. I'm gonna do a quick Google on this because I'm not sure if I, I'm not. I don't know this, but what do you? We each get it. Michigan State over here, Evan. Yes, sir. Michigan over here for Lauren. Yeah. What is the overall record between the two in football? Oh, I don't want to know that answer. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, right it's, it's a huge know. margin. It's a huge margin. I'm, I can admit that. But it has All gotten right. closer. How many years? Can you give me that? Uh, let's see. I'm going to hit the well, – I completely forgot about a, a question today for you guys because I figured it was going to the same household. But since you got so – let's see here. Their first meeting was October 12th in 1898. Boom! <laughs> let's, let's just do this. Let's, let's just do this. Like the, uh, what was the first, what was that score? 
The first meeting they ever had, October 12, 1898, Michigan what? Michigan State what? Michigan State zero. I don't know what they had. Probably 58 or something like okay. that. Okay. You're going zero. Michigan? Okay, 58 zero. I will go 62-12. Woo! He's closer at 58 zero. It was 36 zero. All right. Hey. Michigan <laughs> over Michigan State. Yeah. So there it is. So you get first dibs on the sauce. We're giving you some of the sweet heat. It's a buddy of mine. He makes three different sauces: a sweet heat, there's a uh, honey mustard, honey mustard, and then a all purpose. That one right there, you definitely want to put. It's got like some sugar in it, mm-hmm. so you definitely want to make it like bake it on chicken, bake it on shrimp or whatever, because it's not really a dipper. Because it's really really thick, so the molasses in it. Yeah. But if you want, you can go and get his other two two sauces in big bottles. Twenty five percent off his order on TripleMusauce.com. Use the Beers Watch code. All in one word for it. Sweet. That, um, if you use it, take a picture, send it to me, and I'll blast it out on social media, and then he uses it on his website. But it's really good sauce. You'll, you'll oh, thoroughly sure, enjoy yeah. it. This, this won't take long to, uh, to no. be consumed oh, yeah. by oh, yeah. it. I love hot sauce. So, as we're getting here, we're going to go ahead and we'll pass you the notebook. And, okay. Jeeves, I'm going to go hit the restroom. So, if go you want to update on the, on the Pick'em, pick'em League, you go ahead and shout. All right. Uh, NFL Pick'em League. Um, we've been doing this for since week one. Uh, and we have uh, Josh Hurley, which is one of General's uh, fraternity brothers. He's in the lead. Uh, Jesse, who also works with Jacob, she's second. Carrie, I'm not real sure. I think that's one of Jesse's friends, if I'm mistaken. Then uh, our buddy Nate, he's uh, fourth. Uh, Buck, which Lauren and Jacob know, is uh, fifth. I'm sixth, and Jacob is seventh. This is the first time the whole season that I haven't had to scroll to find my name. So <laughs> pop it up. My name's right there. feel like I'm accomplishing something because I'm not doing too hot in the uh, fantasy part of our league that we got going on. I'm actually losing by like 10 points right now in the fantasy league. In which fantasy league? Ours. To the Pick'em League? No, no. Pick'em League, I'm sixth. Yeah. Pick'em League, I'm sixth. You're right behind me in yeah. seven. You don't need to say that anymore. No. Just. It's a long season. We're halfway there. Yeah. Some of these are really funny. So. Yeah, it's good stuff in there. Right now, we gave the notebook out. Lauren's looking over it. If you this is the first time listening, we have a notebook full of questions that my wife's written a lot. We basically come down to the basement, drink some beers, and come up with funny questions. She's filled them out. Lauren will pick one. Evan will pick one. And then we all answer it. I know which one you're going to pick, so I'm just going to point it out to you. Next fan, did you do the Survivor update? I had did not. So the Survivor update game, one. I've still got 17 points with two castaways left. Jerry has got 13 points with two castaways left. Greg's got nine points with four castaways left. And Jeeves has six with three. So oh that God. just... Was Greg's whole episode about Survivor? It was a good chunk of Survivor. Yeah. And then he's he actually wanted me to ask you, what are, what are your thoughts on Penn State? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Since he's a Penn State alum, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I appreciate the win against Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'd like to see our own fate this weekend. Yeah, but, um, big game this weekend. Yeah, big yeah. game. How do you, how you feel game. about that game? There, kind of the same way I felt last year, which scares me. Um, yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I was still, you know, like I said earlier, I think Michigan's still a year or two away. Yeah. Um. I'm happy with where we are, obviously. Um, I was confident at home last year, knowing that we had a chance to spoil what was there, you know, really, I mean, I think it was a perfect season at that point. Yeah. In yeah. 10. 
Um, and then we got stomped at home. Yeah. By Zeke Elliott, pretty much. Well, yeah. <laughs> he's looking pretty good in the NFL, so that's yeah. an okay loss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, yeah right. exactly. So I'm hoping to return the favor this weekend. All right. Um, we'll see. It's going to be if we can run the ball, I think we have a chance. Okay. That's now. That's also, be a I key think thing. is this Harbaugh's last stop? I can't see him leaving Michigan. I, I mean, he's to me. If if you're a big college guy and his, it seems like his method works in either college or NFL. But yeah. like, the only way I see him leaving Michigan is if he decides. Like to me, it's like it's going to be a. It's going to be a, what you call it, was the guy, Beamer at VT yeah. or uh, Bowden at FSU to where he can stay as long as he wants. When it first was, you know, when it was rumored even that he was thinking about coming to Michigan, I was like, you know, I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it'd be great to have him for five years. And then, yeah. And then, and then what? Yeah. 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 See, I just can't see him leaving, though. Now, now two years into it and what he's building, and yeah. he's, you know, he's still not had – a senior recruiting class yet. Yeah. Well, you know, well, and, and to me, what can, it's like saving down in Alabama. What can the pros give you that college yeah. can't? I mean, he can make more money as a college head coach, honestly, with maybe a little less hassle, less player egos at least. Because in exactly. college, you run the show. You can yeah. kick whoever you want off your team without having to worry about fans, GM, or whatever. Yeah. If yeah. the kids keep showing up drunk to practice, you're like, I'm getting them out of here. I don't have to report yeah. to anybody. And I think the thing with him is – is he wants all he wants all his players to do well and like grow in the system and yeah. all that. But his I mean his his make or break is the quarterbacks. Everything oh, that, yeah. everything that the Michigan a Michigan quarterback, no matter who it is, does will reflect on him because he works so closely with the yeah. quarterback. Yeah. So I think this weekend being ideal, you know, John O'Corn took a chance on coming to Michigan. Yeah. I mean he's a three thousand three thousand yard guy at Houston and he kinda got shoved out of that spot the the year after that. Yeah. He took a chance and came and lost the job. Yeah. I mean, he just flat out lost the job. And yeah. now he's got a chance to redeem himself, and he's got Harbaugh in his ear. So yeah. if there's any more motivation that's needed to go into Columbus and do something special, yep. I don't know what that is. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, your, I'm pumped. Your prediction, I, your prediction, final score. Um, I think it's going to be a huge defensive game. I mean, this is going to be a smash mouth, old Big, Big Ten, Ten football. Yeah, Big Ten football. Uh. 10-6 Michigan. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. Evan, you got, a, you got a guess there? I think it's going to be higher than that. It is going to be, you know, it is going to be a defensive game on the gridiron. I'm going to go I'm going to go 21-17 Ohio State. Wow. Okay. It's going to be tough. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm beyond. Yeah, yeah no, that, yeah. It's, I think it's going to be tough as well. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I mean, I think if, if. If Peppers goes to the NFL, we are, there's a lot to clean up. Yeah. Next year, yeah. I mean, there's we have a lot of seniors this year, so yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. They got a lot. They got a lot to go in there with and not leave. You know, they got to leave it all on the field. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. then and then it becomes okay. Yeah, we beat Ohio State, which is probably number one on the list for the year for both teams is to yeah. beat each other. Yeah. yeah. But then you got to get through Wisconsin again, which we did not play great, and then we got to go. Then we got to play two more games, and it's yeah. like yeah. I don't expect a national championship for the fact that there's going to be so much put on this game, so much put on the next game to beat Wisconsin, and then who who are we going to play? Yeah, yeah. Then it becomes a guessing game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Definitely. you know we'll see how far we go. Definitely. But we'll see. All, All right. right, I'm going to choose. Um, uh, there's two that I really like. I mean, we can always go two if you're just feeling crazy. <laughs> <laughs> spread right now six and a half Ohio State by the way oh yeah and that's gone down it was really? seven to wow. over well, so get your bets in yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. All right, I'm going to choose two because I'm greedy. Okay. Uh, what is your spirit animal? This is actually just because it's on, on the top of my head. <laughs> the Golden State mom dancing with oh, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas yes. sweater. Yeah, with yeah. a Christmas sweater. So that's that's going to be me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And um, when, I, when, there, when I have a little bit of wine, I think I'm as good a dancer as what she thinks that Don't she is. Don't we all? Is. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that that's my spirit animal right now. Maybe okay. post that one to Instagram just for the laughs. Okay. And tag me because okay. that's going to be me. Um, favorite thing I own... Tough. Now we gotta go. So we gotta all go over and give our favorite spirit animal too. Oh, oh see, we yeah, all please, answer. Please. All right, my, I'm just gonna go spirit animal. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'll go peregrine falcon. It was the fraternity I was in. It was their mascot, and that's an easy one. So I'll go with that. All right. Uh, man. Because I like to swoop down and just stab people. Grab <laughs> nice. I know. Yeah. This is deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Let's see. Hmm. This one's a little hard. Hmm. I think it's your dog, Chase, that you used to have, that overweight pug. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was yeah. an overweight pug. <laughs> uh, Come on, Jeeves. Pick an animal. It'd probably have to be the first dog that I had. His name was Killer. <laughs> oh, my God. He was a little chihuahua, and like when we first got him, he would just come out and just like... Nip at your feet, nip at your ankles. And he was scared. It was, yeah. tell, tell a funny Jeep story this week. It was. So we did, we went to a Friendsgiving. And it was at a buddy of ours, Jake Willis's house. And he has a pool in the back. <laughs> so we decided to play a little prank on Jeeps because Jeeps didn't make it last year. And we said, I went to my buddy Nate. I was like, all right, let's tell everybody that. And then tell Jeeves that it's your first time here. You have to jump in the pool. Mind you, Saturday night, it was like 30 degrees outside. <laughs> Not cool still that. So we were like, so we, Nate went around and told every, I'm talking everybody in the whole party was in on this prank except for Jeeps. And we were just like, all right, Jeeps, when you going in the pool, let's go. And throughout the night, at one point we were standing near the pool and Jerry Ann and my wife was like, oh man, that water looks cold. Jeeps goes, all right, I'm leaving now and started walking yeah, away. The I, walked, I walked right away. We had time. Like, it like triggered me in my head. It's like, all right, she's saying that. That means Nate and Jake's going to grab me and toss me in the pool. I have my phone, wallet, keys, everything in my pockets. Don't need that to get ruined. All night we had people coming up behind him, grabbing him by the shoulders, and he about pooped his pants. Because yeah. we were like, because they'd grab him and be like, all right, man, when you going in? And Jeeve had the look of straight anxiety oh, on his face all no, night. That was not cool. No, I told him if he would have just manned up, chugged a fifth of liquor, and jumped in that pool, he would have been a legend. Right. Might have got, got a couple girls' numbers, but you know it's in the past now. It's for next is. year. All right, there's plenty of time, Evan, for a spirit animal. I think mine would be an orangutan. Okay, why is that? Because you can like fly and stuff like that through yeah. trees. Okay. And you can walk on two feet if you want to walk on two feet. You can obviously use all four limbs if you want to use yeah. four limbs. You could probably drink beer if you wanted to. That's true. Um, you know, and you have a personality. You okay. Know, you have many different phases. So you could be a happy orangutan. You could be <laughs> just a, a pissed off orangutan. You could like, chase somebody down if you wanted to. Right? There's so many different personalities. So I would be a bipolar orangutan. Bipolar oh, orangutan. That's a fantastic wow. answer. That is. It's good. You can put the bipolar in there. Yeah. So what's Q2 over there? All right. So favorite thing you own. Um, I didn't buy it. Does that count? No, that's fine. Yeah, you still own it. I'm still yours. So at VG, uh, we had a pretty darn good women's basketball team for a long time. 
Um, made it since 2016 in 2000. It was before I got there. Okay. But it was not long after I had gotten there. Okay. So many of those girls were still there. I'm trying to think of what year it was. I can't remember. But anyways. Um, so I came into a really good program as a newly retired high school basketball player okay. got hurt my senior year and knew that there was no way that I was no even college going to walk on, okay. nothing. I just wanted to hang out. Um, but I wanted to be a part of something. My high school basketball coach had pushed me to like stay involved because he knew that I loved the game, but yeah. I had kind of a sour ending to it. Yeah. And I was like, uh, you know, don't, don't hate the game because it ended. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I went out my freshman year to become a manager. Now, managers in high school, like, gave you water. Yeah. So, I was like, oh, I get to sit on the bench, get the, get all the same gear, yeah. travel with the team, go to the games, and not have to do a damn thing yeah. in practice. Wrong. <laughs> really? <laughs> I would do recruiting, scouting reports, recruiting reports. I traveled with the team and did video for a minute and then I did stats for a minute and then I mean and it was a great experience. It taught me a lot about how to t- you know manage my time in college yeah. and and be a part of something that was bigger than myself in college which not a lot of people get to do. Yeah. But I um we won the Mac championship. Yeah. My junior no sophomore year. Yeah. So I have a championship ring. From, oh, okay. from the Mac Tourney, which was a great tournament that year. Yeah. Um, nice. So I was, I'm pretty proud to have that. Okay. Nice. I guess I'll go. Go ahead, uh, James. Pick back on her, not the, not the girls' sport, but well, as you know, as Jacob games. knows, I am a diehard Turtle fan. Um, I watched. You did not go in, to school though. I did, no, I did not. Go I did not that it matters. Yeah, yeah. I it matters. I, no, I, I did not have the grades to go there. What, <laughs> whatsoever. But I watched them when I was in California, and when I got back here, it was like a dream of mine to go to any target sports that I could. And for my, I think it was like my twenty-first birthday. I have it. I don't have it framed. I want to get it framed. But I have a picture of me and Roy Williams outside of the Basketball Hall of Fame. And, like, I, was, I ran up to the – I ran up to the – I ran up the stairs, and he was, like – he was walking out of the Dean Dome after, like, a recruitment come in trying to get a scholarship or whatnot. And he, like, walked right in front of me, and I asked him, I was like, hey – I'm a big Tar Heel fan. Can I get a picture for my birthday? He's like, sure. So my mom ran up there and she snapped the picture. And I want to get it framed, but that would be... Now, let me tell you, Jeeves, that was your profile picture on Facebook for about 12 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not lying. No, no, no it, it was. He, he just changed his profile picture when he we got pictures of our wedding, like when he's a groomsman. Yeah. That's, he had it from like... 2006 to 2011, yeah. like it was a long. No, it was time. it was a long stint. No, not 2011, 2013, 14. Yeah, long time. It, it was it was a long stint. Yeah, and if they, I'm glad they got married because he, 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 he was the one same one. He's one of my best friends. But if it's they did, it would it, was, it probably would still be my Facebook profile picture. <laughs> but yeah, that would that would be one of the ones that I would hold on for. Oh, wow. So I'm going to go quick three. One, I'm a big person of getting stuff that you can't buy. Mm-hmm. There's a big, huge Carrie Underwood poster behind you guys sitting up there with Country by Carrie, Bye Bye Milk. 
I was a senior in high school. I've told this real story before. <laughs> Huge Karen Underwood fan. Love Karen Underwood. That was there was one of there was hanging up in our high school cafeteria and I asked the cafeteria lady, what do they do with these when you're done with them? And she was like, We throw them away. I was like, well, you need to give this to me. Five ten minutes later, I'm back in my class. She comes to my class, finds me, says, We have an extra. Here you go. <laughs> awesome lady. She gave me this as a as a senior in high school, you're 17, 18. This is fantastic. So I've had that poster. Second one I'll go, I have a Steve Smith signed rookie card, which I think was really cool. I got to sign myself when I used to go to training camps all the time. And then the third would be up for my, our wedding, we got a customized jersey with Roland on the back, and that was our guest book with everybody signed, and we got that framed with photos of the wedding party and stuff. So that would be my three things that, that I own, possess, that, would be, that are pretty cool. Which I actually, I, I'm, I'm going to add another question in there. If, if, the, if there was a house fire... What would be the one item you take? Yeah. That's for future, but we don't yeah. have to answer that now. But now, Evan, you need the notebook. You need to grab your. You need to get a question going here. I think I know this guy. Oh, well, she, she, knows. Knows. she knows. She <laughs> thinks she knows you pretty well. Yeah. Bottom question. Bottom question. Let's see. Wait, before you do that, I do. So, real quick, sorry, not no, to steal your thunder. Two major players in U.S. and sports history. Uh, came to my high school. One is an alumni of my high school. Okay. Very proud of my high school, Central Catholic okay. in Toledo, playing the se- state semis for the sixth year out of ten this this weekend. Wow. Just saying, go Irish. Okay. Uh, it's the only time you'll ever hear me say go Irish, by the way. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. a little contradictory. Uh, it is. So uh, I've had to answer that one on Twitter many times. All right. Um, Tony Dungy came to speak at our school first year after he retired. Okay. Um, he wrote a book. Yeah. And I was on some sort of student council somehow. Somehow I got voted into that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I was the I was able to be two, uh, one of two people who gave him a tour of our school, and I got to spend pretty much the whole day with him oh, walking cool. around my high school, which was nice. pretty cool. And so I got him to sign a book for me, and I actually. This and the other book I'm going to tell you about are at my parents' house because I'm, I'm too afraid to have it in my own house. Oh, wow. Um, Gene Kranz. Okay. Apollo 13. Well, Apollo 11, Apollo 13. Known yeah. for Apollo 13 because yeah. of the movie. Yep. He was the flight director with the white vest. Okay. okay. Um, played by Ed Harris in the movie. He's an alumni of my high school. And the wow. same thing. I got to take him around um, one, I don't know, senior year of high school, I guess. I don't know. Wow. I got a book signed by him, too. So... Those are two things that I own, but yeah. I'm too afraid to keep them in my own house. Why? I'm just, so, I don't know. I'm just afraid. I feel like maybe I would leave a burner on, yeah. my hair straightener. Yeah. I'm pretty responsible when it comes to that stuff, but I feel like my mom wouldn't make that mistake because she's my mom. <laughs> gotcha. So, I'm going to trust her. a little shout her. out to mom there. Yeah. yeah I'm going to trust her to not do that. Okay. And keep them in a place that's nice and warm yeah. and cozy. I, I, I'm with you on that. A lot of the stuff I have that's down here in this basement, I didn't bring with me to college, and I've accumulated after college. But, like, my autographed cards and stuff I've gotten, I never brought to college. Because, one, in college, you can't trust anybody. Yeah. I mean, you're having a party, somebody steals stuff, whatever. But then I finally took it out. When I finally got my own place, then I was like, okay, I guess it's time. But I know how you feel. You just... Yeah. You don't want to... It's comfortable. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. So, you got your one over there? You're still searching? I got one. Okay, let's hear it. You can resurrect any dead musician and or band. 
That one was for just a show. Bad. That one was sad. Who, who would it be? Who would you guys go see? For a show? Yeah. You can resurrect any dead musician or band for a show. Oh, who? Oh, man. Oh. Hmm. Well, I would resurrect the Red Hot Chili Peppers with John Frusciante, their, their <laughs> okay. former guitarist. So okay. he's not dead, but yeah. he might as well be dead because he doesn't sound <laughs> like he did with the Chili Peppers. Okay. Yeah. So I I made the mistake of never going and see the Chili Peppers while John Frusciante was still part of the band. So okay, um, not that they're new guitarists. Josh yeah. is. Uh, I mean, he's, he's still great. You yeah. know, we went and saw the. Chili Peppers at Joe Louis Arena where the Red Wings play up in okay. Detroit a few years back, and they still th- threw a hell of a show. But something about just watching the way that uh, that uh, John Frusciante can shred those guitars—it's just—it's yeah. it's something cool. It's something. He, he might be my new spirit animal. Yeah. John oh, look at this, <laughs> Doubling back on another question. I like it. Okay. Yeah, so go. I would resurrect the—I uh, can't say the original Chili Peppers yeah. because. Uh, you know, way back in the 80s, they had a, a different lineup, but whenever uh, John Frusciante came to the Chili Peppers in the in the mid to late 90s, that was just a whole different sound, and without that sound, they're just not, they're just not my Chili okay. Peppers anymore. You guys, I, I'm going to go somewhere recent. I would, I would love to see Merrill Haggard in the heyday, because he's just got some throwback country songs. Put him in like a small bar, a couple rowdy people with some cheap beer. And then let him go right there. Hey, that'd be pretty cool. I'm along the same lines of that. Yeah. I have three. Okay, go fire him away. Go. <laughs> Sorry. You can, no, you can hold these in. I didn't know I could have more than one. Yeah. <laughs> I am you. Um, did say one, right? <laughs> Johnny Cash. Yeah. I want to see yeah. Johnny and June. Oh, uh, yeah, them live yeah, maybe would be fantastic. Four, That's really. true. Yeah. I want to see Johnny and June together. And I want to see Michael Jackson. I thought about him too, yeah. And Zeppelin. Alright, yeah. And those then, are, you know, those who knows good. if Zeppelin's really ever gonna come back for one show, God forbid they yeah. ever get along, but yeah. I would see yeah. them in their in their hay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Good. Those are good. Those are all good. I would have to go with uh Houdina Blowfish. Ooh. Wow. That might if that happens, I may have to buy a ticket. But back when they first come out with Hold Your Hand, Hold Her Hand, Let Her Cry. Crack 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 yeah. 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 When they came out with that one, that like set it off for me for that band. Yeah. And then when Darius Rucker broke out on his own, I was like, no, you can't break up Hooting the Blowfish. You go see him though. Yeah, we have. We've seen the past two years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've seen Darius Rucker. Yeah. But uh, like they do a Hooting the Blowfish does a benefit concert down in Columbus, South Carolina, but. I don't know how to get tickets for those, but I need them to come to like a nature arena. So, but yeah, that would be mine. Would be hooting the blowfish to get back together and just do like a world tour. Yeah. So my my parents are pretty young um, for being twenty four and having young parents. It's actually really (laughs) cool. Um, But my mom grew up in the heyday of Michael Jackson, so like I remember it was Duran Duran and it was Michael Jackson and it was. You know, like all the all the good '80s bands, yeah. and then growing up in the '90s, you know, I was third eye blind kid, and then I got into country, and it was Alan Jackson, yeah. Robert Strait. Yeah. It's like we grew up in a really good time for music. Which now, contrary to what many people say, now yeah, yeah, well, yeah, we can. That's a whole nother. <laughs> that's a whole nother <laughs> podcast right there. Yeah, we're, running, we're running dry here at the end. 
Now, as I saw you mention before, so you guys are going to Eric Church May twentieth, right? Is that planning correct? on it? Planning so on it. So it's 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 something that's very high on my list. Yeah, um, we've I've seen he's yeah. my he's my all time favorite artist me, right now. Me too. We've seen him. I, we've seen him in Greensboro. We saw him at Old Time Warner. Now Spectrum Center, and this show is he's, he's there's no opener. He's playing yeah. two sets. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. We're I'm hoping going, one acoustic, one not. Oh yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. And he yeah. always play. Have you? Did you listen to his new acoustic album? Yeah, bought that. Uh, fantastic. Uh, yeah. I'm one. looking forward. And like I said, I we go all out, especially Greensboro. That's where we went to school. Okay. So we know all this. Like I said, we know where to pregame. Well, maybe we, know we all the bars need to go together, Yeah, you meet up with us if you're he's going. Never, well, I shouldn't say that he's never been to a concert. So he's he's '90s alternative. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Like getting him to listen to country at first date, I actually took him on. Was yeah, our first, I took him on? Our, yeah, Keith our, Urban. Our first date oh, was okay. with Keith Urban. Wow, All right. that was just rock and roll. Like, yeah, I, I felt that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I play guitar. I appreciate guitar. I love yeah. guitar. So when I saw that, I was like, nice. but I'm, but I'm, but like Eric Church would be the complete 180 of that. And yeah. I want somebody who enjoys music and like writing. Now you enjoy Eric Church live because yeah. he's like more of a, a, a southern rock yeah. type of feel. Yeah. So, yeah, before we go, we can go another hour. We're already at about hour 15. Anybody got any final thoughts? Any T-shirts. Oh, that's right. We were going to go through that. So, yes, T-shirts are still available until next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. They're on Teespring. Get you one if you want. If you do shipping to my house, it's free shipping. Uh, you just got to pay the taxes on it. And let's see. Oh, yeah, you know what? Our triple whammy man, Tyler, shout out to him. He just got engaged on Saturday. Yes, sir. Right. Long-time girlfriend. Asha. Asha, there you go. Uh, had some bad, I uh, mixed up that name with a couple of his exes before and got yeah. in a lot of trouble. So I make sure I get yeah. that name correct. Also, follow us on iTunes, rate us, comment, whatever it may be. And then we'll go around and, I, Evan, I hear you're not a big social media guy. So you just, <laughs> on Facebook, it's a big Sparty man. Is yeah, that it? That's yeah, a, that's it. Right, so that's go, it. Go green on Saturdays, but it's been hard to do okay. this year. Okay. So. Lauren, do you want to hand out any of your socials or? Um... Lauren A. Downey is Twitter. Yep. You usually can find some pretty thrilling yep. things. Okay. Maybe Saturday will be, I'm sure I'll light it up okay. on Saturday. All right. So go. go blue. Okay. You know, Instagram shout out. You want people to find you there? Uh, no, that's private. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Keep there it on the right. You know, I can only take stalking to, to certain <laughs> Understandable. Uh, Understandable. Uh, Jeeves? Uh, uh, Jeeves1988 for Twitter. Jeeves8891. No, Jeeves. It's both Jeeves eight for both Twitter. Yeah. How do I know yours better than you? I, I just log in on my phone. It's, dude. it's so, Jeeves1988 for both of them. It's the you you were born yeah. and your nickname. Yeah. Come on. That's it. Even though it should be Ask Jeeves. Yeah. But, you know, to, <laughs> to you there. Exactly. I've been trying to tell him to use that. Yeah. He has so many random that. followers all the time. Uh, so, for ours, The Beards Watch on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And then for me, it's J Roll Nation on Instagram and Twitter, and then Jacob Rowland on Facebook. You can find us, and I think we've have we covered it all there, Jeeves. Mister Truffles, the Truffle Man, was supposed to be here last Friday. Friday. He couldn't make it with scheduling conflicts. We'll get him rehit up on in December. And other than that, I guess we're gonna send it out with Lauren's favorite song here, uh, a little Go Cubs Go. Just uh, you know, it's not baseball season. Yeah, it's not baseball Fly season. The w. Yeah. I should have brought it. Hey. Fly the W. There we go.